That story about Dublin evokes the city's past residents, but not their ghosts. For our final story today, though, we're definitely talking ghosts, the ones supposedly lurking in the official residence of Japan's prime minister. Shinzo Abe came to power five months ago, yet he has not moved into his country's equivalent of the White House. Some suspect that's because the place has a reputation for being haunted. The government says Abe simply prefers to live and work elsewhere. But the supernatural is on the minds of many Japanese, says Roland Keltz. He writes about Japanese pop culture. Probably a couple of traditions to cite here. One is Shinto, which is the Japanese national faith. One of the tenets of Shinto is that every object has a spirit. Mm. Something as simple as a pen has a spirit within or a rock. Uh, So this idea that the world is in fact animated around you runs through Japanese culture to some degree. If you add to that Japan's ongoing anxieties over World War II and what happened there, you know, the ghosts that have been referenced in the prime minister's residence are almost always described as soldiers in military uniform. When I was in Japan a couple of years ago, I became fascinated by this manga illustrator and writer, Shigeru Mizuki, who has published this two-volume encyclopedia called Yokai, which is a whole catalog of ghosts, almost like they're Catholic saints. Talk about how Japanese attach themselves to these ideas of ghosts and associated with different objects. You mentioned uh, Shigeru-san's work and, and how ghosts are described in very, very you know, meticulous detail. Mm. Uh, They have personal histories. They have quirks. You know, Japan is not what we in the West would think of as a religious culture, but in many respects, it's a very spiritual culture. What about Japanese kids? Do they sit around at sleepovers or or at camps telling ghost stories? I can't be the authority on that (laughs) because I haven't hung around with a lot of Japanese children (laughs) recently, but I'm quite sure they do. I think what's interesting historically about this, this story about the prime minister's residence, on the one hand, is that Japan is currently undergoing something of an identity crisis in its post-war incarnation, having for so many years followed the lead of the United States and coming up now against a rising Asia. And so the Japan of the post-war years is suddenly looking away from America for new partners. So with this identity crisis going on, there are these ghosts haunting Japan related to its experiences in World War II. So this notion that these ghosts in the prime minister's residence may be <laughs> disgruntled soldiers is quite compelling historically at the very moment of Japan's current identity crisis. So, Roland, I guess the question I have for you is, does Prime Minister Abe believe this ghost story business about the, the prime minister's residence? <laughs> well, he certainly doesn't officially believe in it. Um, the statement from his office was um, quite vague, as in sort of like we don't know what you're talking about. But it's, it's important to look at his own past. Abe was prime minister quite recently. And in 2007, his term was cut short because he actually complained of a stomach illness and more or less resigned amid some charges of corruption. You know, maybe he got his stomach illness when he was in the prime minister's residence and uh, whatever caused it, maybe it's something he doesn't want to repeat. Ghost anxiety, maybe? (laughs) It could be, could be. Have you ever seen a ghost in Japan, Roland? Actually, I can say that I felt a ghost 
Tell us. And it was when I, I was up in um, Tohoku, the region, northern Japan, that was hit hardest by the tsunami and earthquake right. in 2011. And I was actually visiting a school where a lot of the refugees were housed immediately after the disaster. And uh, there were a couple of children's slippers on the floor next to me. And I stood there in the silence and the wind blew and I felt like something passed through me or past me in that hallway of that school. You know, I was also up in Tohoku uh, two months after the tsunami, and I, I didn't have that sensation, but we had the GPS on in the car, and it said, up ahead on your right is a 7-Eleven, and it wasn't there. So, you know, there are a lot of ghosts in Japan. There are, and, and certainly in that region, the sheer number of dead and the absences you feel when you look around and see these hollowed-out portions of towns and cities, it's easy to feel something else in the air. Roland Keltz writes about pop culture in Japan. Roland, good to speak with you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And we end the program today with a ghostly Japanese ditty, Kagome Kagome, a traditional children's game and the song that goes along with it. In the game, one kid is chosen to be the oni, or demon, and stands in the middle of a circle as the other children walk around and sing. Not ghost spooky, but spooky all the same. From the Nan and Bill Harris Studios at WGBH in Boston, I'm Marco Werman. Thank you for being with us.